What's good, everybody? Man, welcome to another episode of Talking Sports with Manny. And on this episode, we're going to talk March Madness. March Madness, man. Uh, There's been a lot of madness going on in March. Uh, A lot of upsets, man. We're going to get into it. But I'm going to share my uh, bracket. Look, I'm not going to lie. This season, I did not really watch college basketball. I wasn't really interested in college basketball this year. It's just different without the fans. So I'm going to share my bracket. We're going to talk about some of these games. Um, but also, I want to talk a little bit about the NBA before we get started. Uh, LeBron James, man, he's out. He's out for at least three to four weeks. Uh, the Lakers don't look good right now. Anthony Davis is gone. He's probably gone for another two to three weeks as well. So the team is really going to try to find ways uh, to win and ways to score. Defense is going to be there. Vogel's going to do his thing. But at the same time, you need uh, some reinforcement. So we'll see what happens uh, during a during a trade deadline, I know Lonzo Ball was on the move. John Collins, uh, Marcus Smart, those are names that you're going to continue to hear from Woj and Shams about where these guys can possibly go. So we're going to see what happens. And then, then the buyout market. If Andre Drummond does not get traded, the favorites to land him is the new, the I almost said New Jersey Nets, but the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. So we're going to see what happens there. I'm looking at my news right now. Let me see. Oh man, breaking news. Lakers Elgin Baylor has passed away from natural causes at age of uh, 86. Rest in peace, Elgin Baylor, one of the uh, greatest to ever do this. Uh, that just came in right now. Um, but um, we're going to go ahead and jump right into uh, the NCAA. Let me share my bracket real quick. Now, mind you guys that, like I said, I did not really watch a lot of college this season, but that's kind of like the best way to do this sometimes, you know, you got to really just kind of go with the flow. So um, <laughs> let's take a look at my bracket. All right. Gonzaga versus Norfolk State. Of course, I chose Gonzaga. They came out victorious. Uh, Oklahoma and Missouri chose Oklahoma. They won. Uh, Creighton versus UCSB. Uh, I took, who did I take? I think I got that one wrong. No, Creighton won. Yeah, Creighton won. I got that one right. Then the next one, Virginia and Ohio. Look, these, <laughs> these double-digit seeds, man. So that's the first upset that happened. Ohio won. They beat Virginia. Look, I've come to the point to where I can't even take Virginia in the first round anymore. I will never do it again. Uh, I think it was either last year or a couple years ago, they lost to the number 16th seed, I believe. So, yeah, Virginia, man, there's something wrong with this squad, man. Um, they look good to decent even great in the regular season and they just always get bounced in the first and second round of these tournaments. Most uh, recently Um, we look at the next matchup, USC versus Drake. Um, I chose USC. They won that game. Uh, Then Kansas versus uh, East Washington. I chose Kansas. They won. So I'm looking good right there. That USC versus Kansas matchup. You got the Gonzaga versus Oklahoma matchup. Got Creighton versus Ohio, then uh, Oregon versus VCU. 
usually I pick VCU because they've done so well in the tournament. So, like I said, I didn't watch. I'm just kind of just picking guys. Uh, so, Oregon won that game. Um, then uh, the matchup between Iowa and Grand Canyon. The only guy I know in Iowa is Garza. Garza's a beast, so I chose Iowa in that matchup. So, Iowa plays Oregon. Um, and I think Oregon won. Yeah, Oregon won that game. We're going to continue with the first round. First round. All right, so Baylor versus Hartford. I chose Baylor. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Uh, North Carolina versus Wisconsin. I should have chose Wisconsin, but, you know, the legendary North Carolina. I should have known with North Carolina being ranked number eight that they were totally trashed this season. Should have known that. But, you know, sometimes these guys that pick the brackets don't really do guys favors. Uh, so Villanova versus Winthrop. Of course I chose Villanova. They won. Uh, Purdue versus North Texas, man. Shout out to North Texas. That's another upset right there. Another upset alert. Number 13, North uh, Texas winning that matchup right there. So they advanced to play Villanova in the second round. Uh, Texas Tech versus Utah State. Um, of course, I chose Texas Tech, man. Um, and, I, yeah, they won. Texas Tech won that game. Uh, then the next matchup is... Arkansas versus Colgate. I chose Arkansas. Arkansas has looked good this season, even though I haven't watched. I've seen them in the SEC tournament for a little bit. So I've just seen them as a team that, you know, can possibly do something. So I chose them. They're scrappy. Uh, they won. Then the next matchup, Florida versus uh, Virginia Tech. I chose Virginia Tech because I was a big Virginia Tech uh, fan growing up when they had Vic and Tyrod Taylor and all those guys. So I chose Virginia Tech. I should have chose Florida, but uh, Florida won that matchup. Uh, Crazy, crazy game for those who watched it. Then Oral Roberts versus Ohio State. The Ohio State, as they would say. Oral Roberts, man, number 15 seed, upset alert, beating Ohio, and getting to face uh, Florida in the second round. We move on to the rest of my first-round matchups. I chose Illinois, won there. I, look, I went with Lo Loyola, Chicago, because in the first round, because, I mean, you know, Sister Jean and the rest of these guys, you know, I just had to. I just had to. I'm kind of going off of past history. And sometimes when you do that, you get lucky like I did. So, look, shout out to Loyola Chicago on beating uh, Georgia Tech. Um, even though it wasn't really an upset, it was an upset. Uh, next matchup was Tennessee versus Oregon State. We're going to get to Tennessee in a minute. I chose Tennessee to win. That was an epic fail. Oregon State goes on to win that game. Um, Oklahoma State versus Liberty. Oklahoma State won. I got that one right. Uh, Syracuse versus uh, San Diego State. I chose Syracuse. I mean, it's the orange, man. You just got to go with the orange sometimes. And that's what I did. And that paid off for me. Um, so they advanced to the second round. West Virginia versus Moorhead State. I chose Moorhead State because going to Tennessee State University and Austin P. Those are two schools that are in the OVC. So I had to represent the OVC by going with uh, Moorhead State. And they lost. West Virginia won that one. Clemson was able to uh, – Clemson lost to Rutgers. I have some friends that are Rutgers fans. They were excited. One of the guys was actually at the game. I think the game was probably in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Um, Houston versus Cleveland State. Houston won that game. Wife is from Houston, so shout out to Houston. Um, Michigan, man. Michigan is a team that I got going really, really, really far. Michigan won that game. Uh, LSU came out on top, got that one. Uh, Colorado. Um, beat down George, uh, Georgetown. I had to go with Georgetown, being from the, from the DMV. And, uh, you know, they let me down. They let me down. They got Molly Wapped 96 to 30 to uh, 73. Uh, so Colorado gets to advance. 
I chose Florida State versus NC Greenboro. You got to be careful with these uh, double-digit seeds because a lot of these guys win. Um, I chose UCLA to beat down um, – to beat – not beat down, but to beat BYU when that happened. Um, Texas versus Albaline Christian, man. Look, y'all got to go catch the video of the Abilene Christian coach dancing. That was the funniest thing that I've seen. That reminds me of a guy that I work with named Owupele Bamson. Man, they dance the same. So you got to go catch that. You got to go catch that. If you catch that, then you then, then you see my guy, Bamson. All right? So um, Maryland versus UConn. Maryland won that game. Of course, I chose Maryland. You know, being from the DMV, I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm a big Terp fan. Back in the days of uh, Juan Dixon and Lonnie Baxter and all those guys, Chris McCray, they had a whole squad for that for that span where now Gary Gary Williams was there. Really enjoyed that team. So, uh, but ever since Maryland left the ACC, they've just never been the same. Uh, they they have been carrying the Big Ten. It's been Rutgers and Maryland carrying the Big Ten. So shout out to Maryland on a big win. Uh, they play Alabama, who beat down I, um, Iona. So moving on to the second round. I'm going to go real quick with this. So moving on to the second round, got Gonzaga versus Oklahoma, right? I got Gonzaga winning that game. Uh, you got uh, Creighton versus Ohio. Um, I mean, obviously, I chose Virginia to win two games, and they're out. So I would love to see Ohio win and continue dancing into the Sweet 16. Um, you got. USC versus Kansas. Um, I have Kansas winning, and I'll probably keep it that way. Uh, uh, Oregon versus uh, Iowa. Man, Garza lost, man. He lost, so he didn't even get to the uh, Sweet 16. Shout out to Oregon for making it there. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I definitely didn't get that one right. Michigan versus LSU. I got Michigan winning that game. Uh, Colorado versus Florida State. Um, Colorado's hot right now. I give it to Colorado. Um, UCLA versus Abilene Christian. Of course, I'm going for every single double-digit uh, seeded team. But for this case, 14 versus 11, two, two teams that have fought hard to get to this point. Abilene Christian, hope you guys win this game. But even though I got UCLA, at this point, my, my brackets are busted anyways. Maryland Terps versus Alabama. Of course, I want Maryland to win. But realistically, I think Alabama's going to win. They've been a better team. They've been a good team this season. Um, Houston versus Rutgers, man. I got Houston winning. Uh, Syracuse versus uh, West Virginia. I got Syracuse winning. Oh, Syracuse won the game. Man, I forgot. These results are from yesterday. So Syracuse won the game. Um, and I, I got that correct. I got Houston and Syracuse correct in my Sweet 16. Um, Loyola versus um, Illinois. I had Illinois winning, of course. So Loyola versus Oregon State, that's going to be crazy. There's going to be some crazy teams getting to the uh, getting to the uh, Elite Eight, man. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Oral Roberts versus Florida. Um, Oral Roberts won yet another game to advance to the Sweet 16 to play Arkansas. And, hey, go Oral Roberts, man. I'm pulling for you guys. Texas Tech versus um, Arkansas. Arkansas won that game. They get to advance. So, guys, man, let's go ahead and hop into some NBA talks, NBA news. So I'm going to share my screen in a minute, but let me go ahead and prep this thing and get this thing ready. So we're going to discuss where teams stand right now in the NBA. It's been a while since I talked to you guys, especially NBA. So 
We're going to break down what teams are looking like. We're going to talk about injuries and trade updates and trade rumors. So without further ado, let's go ahead and share this screen so we can talk some basketball. Pretty much I'm using ESPN. I love using ESPN for basketball. So we look at the 76ers, man. They're still in first place. They've held firm to this uh, lead um, in the standings. Um, you know, they lost Joel Embiid, but the team is a solid, man. Danny Green has been playing so well that I'm even streaming him in fantasy right now. Um, he's getting me tons of blocks, tons of steals. Um, in the last 10 games, they're 8-2. and two, So they're, they're hot right now. All right. And you got the uh, Brooklyn Nets who continue to find ways to win, even without KD. And then Kyrie is recently out this week, so he's not going to play in the three games this week. So, But I guarantee you they're going to go at least 2-1. and one. James Harden has been really, really good. He's an MVP candidate, legit MVP candidate. Uh, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. So there's a trend here in these teams that are in the tops of the conference. Um, you have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they've turned the corner in the last 10 games. Uh, they are 9-1, and one, and they're on a six-game winning streak right now. So I was worried about the Bucks the last time that I did this, uh, that I did this pod, especially given the NBA update. Talked about Milwaukee and their struggles, but they seem to be, they seem to be doing just fine. And look at number four. You got the Atlanta Hawks, man, the hottest team in the NBA right now with eight straight wins. Ever since they fired their coach, they are now eight uh, eight and zero under Nate McMillan. So gotta man, give Nate McMillan his flowers, man. All he does is. I mean, he does his thing, man. So they're eight and two in their last 10 games. You got the Miami Heat, who just made that trade recently for Trevor Ariza. I'm not really sure what Trevor Ariza brings to the table, but he's on a the squad. Uh, they're 22 and uh, 21 right now, one game over 500. That's just kind of where the East is right now. They're six and four in their last 10 games. Um, but who knows? Maybe they make a move in. Uh, in the trade deadline or even in the buyout market, they definitely need another big uh, Bam needs some help. He needs some help badly. Then you got the Boston Celtics, um, a team that's just jackal hot, man, just up and down. They're 21 and 21 right now. They're, they're six and four in their last uh, uh, 10 games. Um, you got the New York Knicks, who, who've been pretty steady. They're five and five within their last 10. So they're, they're in the middle of the pack. You know, if they blink their eyes, they could be out the playoffs. But you never really know what happens with the New York Knicks. But it's good for NBA. It's good for the a league when the New York Knicks are good. I mean, that's a big market. That's a storied franchise. So I'm happy to, to see them balling. Julius Randle was doing his thing, man. He's, he's He should be a legit MVP candidate, even if he's the last uh, a choice. I mean, you got to give him his credit. You got to give him his flowers. He deserves it. Then you look at the Charlotte Hornets, who have been an exciting team this year, even though that they're five and five within their last five, even though they're on a three game losing streak. What I like about the New York Hornets, I mean, that's a New York Hornets. <laughs> the New York, just, just squash those two teams together and just create a whole new team, right? Uh, but yeah, the Hornets, man, they're 20 and 21 right now. Um, they just lost LaMelo Ball indefinitely so he's probably done for the season but he's also have locked up that rookie of the of the year award everybody's saying anthony edwards i mean um, what's his name uh d'angelo russell said uh you know give the i mean come on man d'angelo come on you haven't even played since how long you're talking about you know what i'm saying giving this award to your boy edwards Melo has been doing this thing i mean Melo came off the bench and became a starter so he earned that job you know anthony edwards yeah he is similar but i mean Playing on the worst team in basketball. 
I mean, it just is what it is. But you got LaMelo Ball out here balling, and he's had the Hornets within that six to eight range uh, for most of the season. So you got to give him credit there. Uh, you got Indiana, Chicago Bulls, Toronto. These three teams are interesting because these three teams could make a move that gets them into the playoffs. Remember this season, nine teams um, are in the hunt. The last two teams, the eight and the ninth seed, do that little play-in matchup, play-in um, in playing round of the playoffs to where if whoever that wins that game, you have to win, you know, two games in a row uh, or win best two out of three pretty much uh, to go ahead and, and secure that uh, that uh, eighth spot. So that's a cool little wrinkle that the NBA has added, and I'm, I'm excited for it. You look at teams like Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland does anything. Washington is the most um, – how can I put it? Washington has just been a disappointment this year. I mean – when you have Bradley Bill and Russell Westbrook, you would figure that this team would at least have 20 wins by now. But we'll see what happens. I don't see Washington making any moves. Detroit and Orlando are going to be the bottom of the barrel. Aaron Gordon has officially put in his request to get traded. So we'll see where he gets traded uh, this deadline. So that's so we're done with the, uh, with, the, uh, with the East. Let's go ahead and drop into the Western Conference. you got the Utah Jazz who led the year for the most part at 30 and 11. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is playing good ball. Um, they play very good defense and they score a lot of points. But here's the thing. Here's the flip side. On, in the last 10 games, they're 5-5. Five and five. So that mighty Utah Jazz team that they had is not as good as it was. All right? You got the uh, Phoenix Suns who are playing pretty good ball. They're, play, uh, they're at 28-13. But I'm going to talk about what happens to the Jazz and the Suns before I end this podcast. So remember those two names. You got the Lakers, who just lost LeBron James. Um, they don't have AD. So at least for the next three weeks, we're going to see what life is like for the Lakers without LeBron and AD. Without AD, I believe they're like seven and eight. And who knows what they're going to look like without AD and LeBron. I mean, they're going to have to at least win 40% of their games to have a chance of staying within the top four. I think if the Lakers bottom out, I mean, if they get to a seventh seed or eighth seed, Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns don't want to see a healthy LeBron and AD-led team. So don't be surprised if you see Phoenix start to slide a little bit to number three or number four, because that might be where you want to be. I don't think you want to be a number one or number two seed having to face the Lakers in the first round. But I'm going to just go ahead and leave it at that. You got the Clippers, who've been disappointing this season. Uh, they've been up and down. I mean, they have no excuses. For the most part, they've been healthy. Um, they have a four and six record in the last 10. Um, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. I don't know what's going on with the Clippers, but it's not looking good. You got Denver who's up and down as well. But, uh, in the last 10 games, they've been doing pretty, pretty well. They've, they've been, uh, eight and two the last, uh, 10 games. I believe they lost, uh, maybe yesterday to, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans who, New Orleans Pelicans, can, they can play some ball. It's just putting it all together. And I think that they trade Lonzo Ball um, this week. And they, they're going to trade Lonzo Ball this week. You got, then, you, then you look at the Portland Trailblazers. That's a team that you really do not want to play in the first round. Dame Lillard has been doing his thing. He's been carrying his team. He's a legit MVP candidate. Really, he should be the MVP this season because he's been healthy. You can't give it to LeBron or or even Joel Embiid, even though that those guys are deserving. But you got to give it to a guy like – Portland, I mean, uh, Dame Lillard, who's been with Portland 
forever, his whole career, and he just carries his team. He carries his team. doesn't matter who is in or out of his lineup. He continues to do his thing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to the Portland Trailblazers as they continue to get healthy. C.J. McCullough is back. Um, and the last 10 games, they're 7-3. and three. I like to look at the 10-game sample size because it kind of tells you where, where a team is going, whether they're training up or whether, whether they're training down or right in the middle. Um, you look at a team like the San Antonio Spurs, they're 22 and 17. I don't even know how they win the games, to be honest. I don't even know what how they are in the seventh seed right now. When there are teams that are below them that are better. Like I think Dallas Mavericks are, are a better team than the Spurs. Uh Lamarcus Aldridge is going to get traded or or uh, or uh, bought out. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see where the Marcus ends up. So with San Antonio being a team that might even lose some pieces, I just don't see them sustaining success enough to win or even make the playoffs. They might end up ninth seed doing a play-in tournament to get in, uh, but we'll see what happens. Dallas is, you know, they're up and down, uh, but they've been more up than down. They're 7-3 right now in their last 10 games. Golden State has just fallen off, and the injuries just continue to pile up. I know uh, Steph Curry has missed the last two or three games. Uh, they're down 22 and 21. That's another another dangerous team. So teams 7 to 12 are going to be teams that are going to be like, you know, one game in, one game out. The Grizzlies, they've just been up and down. They're just solid. They're 5 and 5 within their last 10 games. And it, it, I mean, that just explains it right there. John Moran is balling. They have a lot of young pieces that are doing their thing. So we'll see if some of these bottom teams end up making a trade that's going to benefit them and put them in position to make the playoffs. Um, you have the uh, OKC Thunder. They're just solid, man. They're just solid. They're just always in the middle of the other pack. They, they win some, they lose some. They're 5-5 five and five within their last 10 games, as well as the Sacramento Kings. They're 5-5 five and five within their last 10. Sacramento has no excuses. They got to fire that coach. I don't know how Luke Walton still has a job. Luke Walton is terrible, and he's a terrible coach. He was on the Lakers. I'm a big Lakers fan, and I cannot stand Luke Walton on the Lakers. So, Houston Rockets, man, these guys are 0-10 within your last 10, but they're really 0-20 within your last 20. The Houston Rockets are on a 20-game losing streak. That's crazy. That's crazy. That means they were 11-10, and and they were decent at that point, and now they just lost 20 straight games. John Wall has been in and out of the lineup, Daniel House. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins was waived. He's going to join the team shortly. Oladipo wants out. He just says that he doesn't want to be in Houston. So he's definitely a name to watch out for in the trade deadline. Then you got Minnesota at 10 and 32. D'Lo and Cat um, has just not been a good, a good parent. They just cannot stay healthy or things have happened in their lives that to where they can't play uh, basketball together. So maybe you move cat and just start all over maybe you move D'Lo. you definitely got to move D'Lo and just start all over i mean when it's time for cat to go cat is gone so that's my breakdown for the east that's my breakdown for the west i'll be back in a week or two to give you guys another update let's see what the landscape of the nba looks like by then maybe by that time the lakers are sixth or seventh seed i don't know maybe maybe by that time Drummond is is on the lakers i don't know so there's gonna be Lots of fun, lots of buzz. I might even be back. I might even be back within the next uh, two to three days after all these trades go down and then talk about what the NBA uh, what the NBA landscape looks like then. So, guys, this is the episode. This is the podcast. This is Talking Sports with Manny. Be sure to follow me on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and turn on your notification bell so you guys can get this content when I drop it. Uh, also, be sure to follow me on IG and Twitter. Um, 
handle TS Wingmanny. I'm out. Love y'all. Peace.